I'm Oz and this is Jake. Hello. We have launched a Kickstarter to send Luke Besson back in time so he can direct The Phantom Menace. You're in the damn woods. Welcome to the Damn Woods Monday Media Podcast, boys Jake and us. How's it going, folks? Man, how how are you guys doing? How I'm pretty good. I'm pretty uh, pretty relaxed, laid back. Uh, I made a decision this week because uh, some as there's a, a human thing that people do is just celebrating your birthday, and I decided to just. Uh, Continue that in like a low key form with about two bottles of Jameson. Listen to this fucking guy. This guy over here, uh, totally cucked out to the idea that the Earth orbits the Sun and that the year is yeah. a thing. The year, year. What are you fucking George, the guy who invented those calendars? But Nerd, in, in seriousness, here. happy birthday, Jake. Thank uh, you. You yeah, were that was... celebrating. Yeah, by. I celebrated by getting fucking blitzed for like three or four nights in a row. I think and I, I saw like, some of that on Twitter. Yeah, it was all very... So I figured out how to not like get to nihilism drunk very quickly, and that was by listening to nothing but rap <laughs> and watching stupid funny videos on the internet. That'll it do great. it. I was just like, this is the best idea I've ever had. I'm a genius. <laughs> um, this and absolute like, hero here. I, I, I did the... Did like three days of no hangover, and I was like, "Yeah, championship!" In the last, in the last half bottle, I forgot to drink water the night at the, the end of the evening. They woke up, and I was like, "I would like to die." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! And here we are this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Anyway, that sounds like a fun it's, time. It's been a good week of cheap and effective celebration. Uh, fucking Christ. I've been record. Oh, hello. I've been recording a bunch this week because we got a bunch of episodes coming with a bunch of, uh, as some of you who noticed last week, uh, we had a guest on Wednesday. We got more of that coming and more confusing directions. And I'm very excited. Yeah. Y'all like uh, guests cause that's happening. Cause we got them. Additionally, uh, some of our guests who remain nameless sent me like five pages of fucking documents to read. They're just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, you guys come on the show, talk about your thing. And they're like, cool. And I was like, yeah, just pick a topic. Let me know. And I'll, you know, give me like a, a rundown of it. And there's like fucking like I'm getting I'm look, looking at fucking business documents. They're like annotated and fucking citations and shit. I'm just like, who the fuck are you people? I thought I knew who you were. Who's coming here prepared? That's just. Yeah. That's I was furious. I was else. like, how dare you ask me to do prepare work or like pre- prepare for the show before three hours ahead, you know? Yeah, Fuck. this is lunacy. Utter lunacy. Ridiculous. How dare they? Unacceptable. That's exciting, though. I'm, I'm recording with them on Saturday. It'll be exciting. Woo. Anyway, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be a good time. We'll all be sober for it, I promise. Um, we won't be. Uh, hey, we want, how's your week? Actually, fuck it, might as well. How indeed. Uh, well, I mean, out here hunting for jobs, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, the worst thing. 
statistically yeah, speaking. Yeah, uh, that is uh, that is recognized like, as uh, the worst thing. Like legally speaking, like even like even you know people who were like you know I've been through like CIA black sites. They're like, but I hate job hunts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. Uh, definitely yeah. not something we made up just now. Nope. Um, but yeah, out here. Uh, trying to find work and otherwise just uh, doing a sort of bullshit. I did pick up that new season of Arrested Development. Oh man, which nice. is a thing. Uh, it's on uh, Netflix. That's a television show. It's here. pretty okay. I mean, it is. It, it it's one of those where there, there's so many things that they're fucking rebooting all over the place, uh, rebooting or like resuming after many many years of absence. Right. Um, it's on the better end of those, I would say, cool. but it is still like, this is like the, th- the fifth, ex- uh, the second extension season, right? Yeah. This is the second extension season they've done, um, two so far. And the first one I liked a lot, but yeah. they did kind of the, um, uh, I forget the name of the Japanese film that's referenced, but basically the overlapping story style where, it just tells the story from different people's perspective. And I liked that a lot, but a lot of people just really did not enjoy it. Like they found it really frustrating and really annoying uh, to such an extent that they recut the entire first season or third, fourth, fuck the entire <laughs> fourth season. Uh, the first yeah. read, you know, the first new season, quote unquote, um, gotcha. recut the entire thing to be, more chronological rather than okay by each character um mm. which it's still pretty good but it definitely like it requires so much more exposition because it's telling not showing it's not right. like un like hey check it out this is where this character was and he was just out of frame and there you go uh not like that at all it's suddenly right very oh, very uh Oh, just for your reference, this is what happened previously, you know, and it, it has to happen over and over again, which is kind of annoying, but, um, all in all enjoyable, the new season, the one that just came out is a lot more like the original. Oh, cool. And it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Like if you enjoyed Arrested Development, you'll probably like this. It doesn't feel quite as joke dense, but it is still entertaining and it fits the uh, original formula a bit better, even though everyone's way That's older cool. now. And uh, right. because, you know, because there's been a multi-year gap in shooting, but suddenly fucking everyone looks terrible or one person looks terrible or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Or David Cross looks like he's 6,000 years old. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I did not really get into that show until way after it was done. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of lucked out because I get to, I get to see, I've seen the bulk of it together. Oh, oh yeah. No, no delay. Yeah. You just get to yeah. kind of power through the whole thing. At which point, yeah, the, the differences become very obvious, but oh yeah, it, it's easy to forgive too. It is. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things like I'm, I'm pretty like laid back about stuff like that just because it's like i you know if a show is good and the writing is good i generally don't care if people look a little different yeah um what i did this week aside from that because i was like man i got like real lit up (laughs) i got real lit up and i had a lot of tv opinions uh about specifically i like i my brain was like you know we haven't watched since forever how i met your mother oh and i was like 
And I was like, I wonder if this, because like, I, I, I don't remember disliking the show, but I remember like vaguely enjoying parts of it. And let me tell you something the second time through, no, there's nothing at all vaguely enjoyable about that show. That is consistent with my experience. Like I remember liking it a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, it's, it's kind of like friends except current. Like that was kind of my reaction to it. That's, that's a good way to put it. Uh, I didn't like friends though. Well, I also didn't really, really, but it's like, Oh, this is more relevant Mm. in retrospect. They, they managed uh, to make, like, five characters who are the most insufferable people on the fucking planet, and you're just like, God, shut up. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. Well, All I mean, of you are neurotic messes. It's that, it, it suffers additionally from that problem that it's like, statistically speaking, a person in the United States is most likely to live in L.A. or New York. Sure. But then if you're not from those places, it's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> these yeah, these fucking What's wrong folks. with these mutants? Jesus. <laughs> Who are you? Like that that's the reaction that you end up having to the characters like a lot of the time. Right. You fucking oh, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you fucking like this, you idiot man child? I'll stab you. <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, it's bad. Like I watched the first season and I was just like, holy Christ on sale, what is this garbage? Yeah. Um Cause I like I, I so something about I never watched the end of that show because I was like I, I got through like six seasons and I was like I think I'm done with this. <laughs> probably I think I'm good, done with this show. Probably a good decision went for on your for sanity. Three more years or something, three or four, and I was just like, oh, that sounds <laughs> it kept terrible. going. That sounds like that sounds like it's too much. Like it's you know here's the real talk. That's like too many years of like Bob Saget without ever seeing him. <laughs> He just keeps fucking talking to those same kids who've been there. Those, the same idiot teens. They've uh, never left. They've no, no, they they are trapped there, and he's not actually a father. That this is like a crime situation. Yeah, though they they the cops are outside. They're like we've seen bullhorning through the <laughs> through the fucking window. Like, yeah. sir, release the children. We release just want to talk. We just no one has to die today, sir. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I feel like it's one of those that, like, it barely aged well inside of its own time frame. Oh, yeah. Where, so, some, like, real periodical comedies, they age really well. If you revisit them, it's like, oh, man, that's super funny. Um, right. My go-to example for that is... Seinfeld? Seinfeld is, is an okay example. I use Mr. Show. Because Mr. Show, yeah. it's not a sitcom, but it is a comedy, and it's still yeah, yeah. really fucking funny. Like even today, I, even uh, as a lot of the references have become dated, it's extremely I, yeah, funny. Well, it's it's because they don't rely on the reference for the joke; they rely on making a good joke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my go-to for that kind of stuff is UCB. Uh, that's another prime example, definitely. Because holy, if you like, listeners, if you haven't watched Mr. Show or UCB, like. Go do that. Both make it happen. Very, very good. Like you will UCB not be disappointed. Only has three seasons, but you'll notice that you know every person in the show because they are successful comedians, writers, and actors. Yeah, you've seen them now. all over the place. Yeah, as like you know, some some are like weird guest stars and things. Some are you know they show up as bit parts in movies, but almost all of them write for stuff. They like fucking Amy. And fucking Poehler Amy Poehler. Poehler. Yeah. 
Yeah. Amy Poehler, here's the deal. I loved Amy Poehler on UCB, and I've hated her on everything else. I'm just like, man, I do not think you're funny. You were hilarious on UCB. What happened? <laughs> uh, fucking, what's her face? Uh, Tina Fey was in UCB. Jesus Christ. Not not the show, but the, the group, the troupe. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bunch of that generation of SNL people were, I think. Yeah, it was it was kind of a farming ground for for that. Yeah. Um, in any case, so yeah, anyway. yeah, older comedy that holds up super super well that is still very funny, and then you yep. have stuff that like didn't age as well, and that can be for a variety of reasons. Like oh uh, sure, like I picked up the Dana Carvey show at one point. I was like, oh, I oh, remember no. this being really funny, and it uh, you know it had that really yeah. short run. Uh, and yeah. there were a few good I mean, bits. Carvey's a funny guy. Uh, yeah. There were a few good bits, and then there was some stuff that was just like crazily racist. And I was just like, I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, um, that was like, that was in the 90s, right? That was in the 90s, yeah. So, I mean, there was yeah. a lot of that to go around. Uh, and they, yeah. you know, they dunked on um, like Bob Dole and uh, Pat Buchanan right. oh, and stuff yeah, pretty hard. That was pretty funny. Uh, and then you there's know, things oh. that just like, they were so of their moment that if you take them out of that moment, then they are so pointless. Um, mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother is in that territory. Yeah, it's uh, Port- big time. Portlandia's moment was like <laughs> the first three seasons. Yeah. It has aged so terrible. It's still ongoing. Like they're doing the last season oh, now. Oh, no. And it has aged so badly that I just don't That's even rough. know how to process it. It is like really, well, really rough. When you, when, you, when you stopped making fun of people and started making a reality... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it was Fuck. it was legit. Like it was like, oh, oh no, yeah, like, you were I, definitely playing on some stereotypes here, and it's funny. And then it just was like, oh, oh god, okay, you've yeah. already riffed on this. Like you're For done. Ten years, please yeah, stop. What, it, it is not even ten years. It's like six years. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> it feels like ten. It feels like ten. Uh, Absolutely. So I would say, like, I'm trying to think. There's um, there's one that was really like. There's this show, anything with David Spade in it, basically, from the 90s, with the exception of, like, the Farley movies. It's oh, kind of yeah. like that. Where you're just like, man, David Spade's in this. And you're like, oh, oh no. David Spade's <laughs> oh, in no, this. Oh, no, David Spade. <laughs> Christ. Oh, Jesus. like this? He's in this um, film. And, like, I think he's kind of self-aware of it now. So he just kind of David Spades it up and you're just like, uh, all right, man. Yeah, he is he is at least cognizant of it. Um his cameo yeah, okay. in um Lady Dynamite is really fucking funny. Because he's seen definitely yet. self-aware of that. But nice. Yeah, it's oh that is that is a really good comparison. So Yeah. No, I think Spade, yeah. I would say most of like the happy Madison dudes, like you know, I'm not going to shit on them for like the hustle because Adam Sandler has, has made himself and those dudes tons of money. That's true. And, uh, I just I respect that. But God, their movies are bad. They are extremely bad. Like they're really, like they're, really they're operating out of a moment from 1993 that passed ages ago. Well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 93 was what? Fucking a thousand years ago, one thousand years ago. <laughs> but they're, they're, that's they're, they're still like they're still working from that point of origin yeah I mean, did you, you know like, that oh. <laughs> uh that 1993 was closer to the construction of the pyramids than uh-huh. today is to 1993 yeah. like yeah that's I, just fact i had no that's idea just that's just fact. that's how time works <laughs> i it's fucking wild right <gasps> oh. jesus christ oh 
Oh, we are oh, we are pretty old on this program. We are thousands but. of years old. In any case, um, so, yeah, yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Rough choice. Oh there, God. Buddy. Rough yeah, I, I choice. Just, like, it was one of those moments where I was just like, man, I wonder if this is like a thing that I can enjoy. And then like I just got mad the whole time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was like drunk, so I was just making fun of it. Yeah. Uh, but like also like I was just like, God, how is this popular? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Who are you and how dare you? <laughs> Reveal yourself to me. <laughs> Show yourself cowards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that was that was our weeks. Uh, hey, we actually, the, both of these movies came at like recommendation slash request of our listeners. And, and hell yeah. Boy, howdy. Way yeah, to be. Good taste, guys. I'm a fan. Um, so the first one, uh, The Devil's Candy. Came from uh, our boy Matt over at Zero Hit Points. <clears throat> so holy fucking shit, y'all! Yeah. Um. After <laughs> sitting through fucking Primal Rage last week, yeah, which was an abortion, just abysmal. Like that was truly an awful, awful horror movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, we got another ho- horror movie on deck for this week. Ah, fuck. Like I, that's <laughs> that was my reaction because you know I'm not super that's into fair. the genre. I'm I'm kind of like Jake's. Jake put something into the dock. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. Um, that's what I do. Sometimes I do it on purpose. Yeah. I mean, legitimate, <laughs> but, but no, like I, I got the, I, 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 Matt recommended this to me a long time ago and I didn't mean to watch it. And I was just like, we should watch it for the show. Fuck it. And like, Matt has not steered me wrong on movies. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So you were saying, and <laughs> yeah, he has not steered Ooh. us wrong on this one. This is damn, this is good. <laughs> And it is good because it keeps it simple. Yep. It does not dwell on details. It does not like attempt to hyper characterize any person that's in it. Uh, The villain is just fucked up and not in the way that it's like, Oh, he's demonstrably fucked up. Look at all these ways in which he's fucked up. He just acts it. Yeah. He just does stuff. There's no like, Haha, ha, look at all the like, there's no character building. There's no character He's building. Just doing it's so messed like, up shit. It, it's not like fixated on, oh, look at how fucked up he is. He's just there right. doing it. And yep. oh, he's my almost God. like a, a murderous part of the background. Yeah, kind of like that. That is uh, an excellent way to describe him. Uh, he kind of looks like Kyle Gass, too, which is well, freaky. Check, so it, his, the guy's name's Pruitt Taylor Vince, and he's actually the dude who was the... Uh, remember the 2005 Constantine movie? Uh, only vaguely, but yes. Okay, <laughs> well, he was Constantine's mostly. priest friend. Oh, okay. Fuck. I mean, he's been other stuff, but as soon as I saw his face, I was like, holy shit, Constantine's priest buddy's in this, and he's crazy as shit. He's extremely <laughs> crazy, it turns out. Oh, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a deep cut there, but um, like just, just from the start, like there's clearly something wrong with this dude. Oh, man, and it's so it cool. Just it's like the way like, it, fuck. I would say like there's no real way to spoil this movie too hard, but... I mean, we'll go ahead and drop the spoiler tag now, just to, just to yeah. be clear. But just, just short recommendation. Just if you, you want to see, yeah, see this, if you like horror movies. If you movies. like horror movies, fucking yeah, get on this. That's really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it doesn't... Spoilers. Again, not extensive backstory or anything. He's just in the house and just, murders whoa. a parent, you know, because he can't play his metal well, loud enough, which is sister. a fun one. Sister, yeah. My bad. 
Um, I mean, like the whole. I mean, he's he's he he'd been an adult, and that's the whole thing. Anyway, but no. So like the uh, so the way they kept it fairly vague uh, to whether he was either crazy or Satan was fucking in his head. Yeah, was great. Yeah. Um, and like I loved like like so this whole movie has this like kind of like metal feeling like and, like the only thing that keeps the voice out is him being able to play metal very loud. Yeah. And like, that's fucking what it's, it's in like, that could be done so poorly, but in this movie it is done because it's short. There's no like extended bursts. He's not like wailing out a fucking solo. He's just hitting like one or two notes and it's just like constant and to make, make the voice stop. Yeah. And whew, it's creepy as shit. Oh fuck. Is it? Yeah. He's just hearing that constantly and it kind of shows yep. like he's got this, that voice just with him yep. all the time. And whenever you see him, he's barely cognizant because yeah, he's barely keeping it together like the whole time. Cause he's hearing that voice all the time. And that voice is telling him to murder and bury children. Like, yep. Oh, the voice is real fuck. excited. Uh, about murdering and burying children specifically. Like, that's it. Like, go kill that kid and bury it in a hole. That's what the voice tells him to do constantly. Yeah. And, uh, whoo. So. And does uh, he ever. <laughs> boy, boy, howdy, does he do that. So. Uh, oh, man. Something I really enjoyed was, like. It looked early on like they were going to soundtrack the whole movie with metal songs. And I was like, this could be interesting, but we'll probably get old. And then they just made the entire soundtrack terrifying atmospheric drones. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is, and like when, whenever metal was happening, it was there for a reason. Yeah. It was specific to that scene. It wasn't just, oh, yeah. well, check it out. We've got these metal songs. Like, no. It, we put a metal song in here. It was to a specific end and it worked really really well and there there was definitely like a a very real like funny metalhead like call out into the in into in the script where the like the 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 family is in the the starring family is in the in the car going to their new house to buy to, to, to house shop i should say mm-hmm. and uh they've got some fucking like 80s thrash going on and the mom's like, can we listen to something a little less heavy? And the daughter's like, you mean like Metallica? And I'm Boom. just like, oh my, oh my god, <laughs> fucking oh my god, nailed it. You've made you've made fun of every metal fan ever. Congratulations, good job. Just just landed it immediately. <laughs> We've all because everyone who listens to metal has probably said that, and he's just like, oh god, I felt that. Yep, <laughs> I, felt, I felt that burn in my soul. <laughs> But it was good. It's funny as shit. Yeah, no, that was that was a really <laughs> solid call out there. I loved that. Um, yeah, yeah, and they get the they get the new house uh, discounted, yeah. of course, because of the murder that occurred there. Yeah, yeah, there was some murdering, which they got to be upfront about that. Like real estate agents, you're on notice officially. Yeah, uh, I think some states have the law. I think that might be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and other not, states probably you know, don't <laughs> not like us to advocate for laws but hey you know Mm-mm. do the people a solid if they're uh yeah. buying a home from you maybe Especially tell them if, if there's like a satanic situation yeah and also if like you know the serial killer <laughs> is still at large yeah that would also be very valid knowledge to have like in a buying uh, situation 
the the cops in this town are kind of ball droppers. I'll say that they definitely drop the ball numerous like times. on a number. Just just kind of, they're like this guy's like this dude's like my size and he's like barely functioning and the the entire police department can't fucking find him in a bright red jumpsuit. Cannot catch him in his fucking and bright red like, tracksuit. All goddamn just wandering day. around like stumbling around in public. And you're just like, all right, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hang on. Get your get your fucking act together, there, boys. I bet you're, boys I bet and girls. you're out there still giving tickets. You <laughs> fucking parasites. <laughs> you can't catch like that, like the the fucking the day drunk serial killer who's talking to the devil. <laughs> Struggling with that one, huh? That's uh, yeah. that's really something. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, uh, so the the crux of this story is, uh, which is really cool, I thought. Uh, also, really, the second guest star in this movie, second person I noticed, uh, was fucking um, Tony, whatever the fuck, from uh, Stargate SG-1, Tony Amendola, Amendola, there it is. Oh, I straight up did not catch that. He's the art guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's Teal's, uh, Teal's, like, mentor. Man, that's a quality yeah. one. Yeah, that dude's a good-ass actor. Hang on, let me make sure I'm not being racist or something. I could be. No, it was yeah, it's him. Yeah. Bray, Master Braytac. Oh man. Fucking yeah, no, so I saw him and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> because like, you know, I've only ever seen him in like relatively kind of good guy roles. Kind of. Um but to see him in this as like vaguely menacing art dealer who might be the devil. We're not 100% clear on that. He could, however, it's, be the ooh. devil. Like it's like it's a vague implication and it's kind of like, all right, what's going on here? <laughs> is, is he? Maybe he is. Is, we is don't the know. devil an art dealer in this butt fuck out of middle of nowhere town? Is that what Satan's up to these days? You know, he might be like, what else does he have going yeah. on? I don't know, man. Everyone else is fucking real busy doing something else. But yeah, no. So this, fu- so get back to the plot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so this family buys a house, and it's creepy and weird, but it's cheap. And they're like, yeah. And uh, the 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 wife has like a normal functional job, and the husband is an artist, mm-hmm. and uh, he works off commissions. So, and like every time you see him painting, he's pretty intense. Yeah. Like it's way into and it's, it, way 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 it's, into it. It's pretty cool. It's like it, it's always like, there's always like very loud drones or very loud metal going on at the time, and you're just like, all right, I can I can I can deal with this. This is fun, and then it's like once again this this this, this story does the thing where it keeps it simple and it shows doesn't tell. Yep. So it shows him struggling to pay like power and water bills because he's a fucking artist. Yeah. So. Uh, and he goes to he his first night in the house, something a muse appears to him and tells him to paint a thing, which he ends up painting the cross from that dude's bedroom. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the serial killer's bedroom. To be clear. Yeah. And uh, this is like the 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 first implication that he and the killer are linked. And you're just like, oh, okay, this is creepy. And so he takes that over, and the art dealer is like, yeah, 
I would like to meet with you. I want this. This is rad. Yeah, but not until he starts doing the like super fucked up paintings because initially right. he gets rejected, like just outright. Well, no, he get, he gets rejected for his old stuff, which is you know not literal communiques with Satan. Uh, but once I think once the art dealer realizes that he is it effectively like mentally linked to the the, devil. the serial killer, <laughs> the devil and the serial killer, um, <clears throat> he's like. Yeah, I like. I'll keep an eye that on you. That sounds sweet. I, <laughs> I love this. Everything the art dealer says to him the whole time, he's like, "Blah blah, blah. some sacrifices got to be made." And you're like, "Well, okay, pal." Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's tone that right. down right now. Let's, let's dial it back, bud. And then he's like, yeah, "Once you get used to the nice things, you're just like, okay, I think you're the devil. Yeah, you I s- think you might be Satan. <laughs> What's that like? The taste of butter? Like, hey there, hey there, buddy. Yeah, hey. maybe cool it hey. down. Hey, <laughs> I've seen this before. I know your game. Um, so basically this dude, dad of the year, N.A. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, he's not, just, he's not a great dad. He's not a great dad, no. but that's in part because the devil is in his head, but he's right. also just not great. He's kind of an irresponsible stoner dad, but he seems like a fun dude. So you're like, all right, whatever, fun dad. Um, and like he this gets communicated in like two or three scenes where he forgets the daughter and he forgets her at school because the devil has shown him a new painting. Yeah. Or an add on to his existing painting, which just keeps getting fuckier and fuckier. Well, it's all the kids that the serial killers killing. Yeah. Is killed. And, and like in real time too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fun part. That's, uh, so as this guy is roving town, murdering children, uh, he's the, the art, the dad is painting and the, he sees like the kids faces as they're dying and shit. Yeah. Which is real positive under- shit. Yeah. Oh, and like the wife is like, so basically he sees a picture like he's, he kind of blacks out after the, the, the forgetting to pick his daughter up incident. Uh, he kind of blacks out painting and then he like comes to and like the last kids, his daughter. Yeah. And the wife is understandably mad. <laughs> I I would be in that situation. Like I understand and, uh, that inclination to be. And then, yeah, I'd be pissed too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the dude says, uh, "It's like all these kids are inside me, screaming, and they need to get out, and I don't know how to help them." Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> this fucking film just yeah. full tilt immediately. Oh. It just doesn't slow down at all. And then uh, anytime the family interacts with this dude before they figure out who he is, he's like talking to the daughter. Yeah. So like the first time he notices she's got like a flying V tattoo on her arm or something. And he's like, oh, I've got one of those. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And the daughter's like, oh, I want one of those. Blah, blah, blah. But they're expensive and that's okay. And then the, and the dad's like, get the fuck out yeah, of here, what, crazy guy. What the guy. fuck are you doing here? Who you are insane. the fuck like, are he you? He doesn't know who the guy is yet. And then the next, like, there's, like, a lot of intervening scenes of the killer just butchering children. Uh, You don't ever see it. Like, they... they, No, it's it's really well done in that regard. It is tense, and it is frightening, and the... Yep. uh, And it's not, like, just gore for gore's sake. It is... Right. Really 
expertly done as, as just like this the, scene where you're filling in all the gaps and you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. As Your he, brain's doing it to you. And it's it's done super well. And like the fades between the killer mopping up blood and the guy painting red were really, really good. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was just like, that's a real obvious move. But, man, you did it well. <laughs> <laughs> it's an obvious but well-executed move. And I'll count it because. Yep. I will oh, count man. it. Uh, the sound design in this too oh between the use of music the voices that they have for the uh for the killer like yep oh man like that alone just got to me like and i should i should point out like the dad hears slightly different voices he does hear slightly different voices yeah but he's like they're clearly linked somehow (laughs) yeah 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 man Oh, the, the the sound design is actually like the big sell in this movie. Like it 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 sets the atmosphere perfectly, mm-hmm. and it just keeps it going. Yeah. Uh, so the dude shows up at the, the the family's house, like in the daughter's room. Like I don't know how this dude is this big and this stealthy because I can't do that shit. Yeah. No, he is he is there all the fucking time. He is he is a stealthy man, and he's like. Uh, if I unt- he's like he's like in bed with the daughter, like he's yeah, going like to sneaks her into bed her. with her. Yeah, he's like, hey, if I uncover your mouth, are you gonna be loud? And she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna and, have. To, uh, it's like I'm gonna have to do the thing that I do to the others. It was yep. just like, oh, oh. Christ, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this that isn't happens. cool. They chase, uh, he, he, they figure out the only way he got in is because the dad kind of got possessed by Satan briefly to go paint some more. Mm-hmm. And thus left the left door the front open. door unlocked. Yeah. And boy fucking howdy. So they, they, the guy, they almost catch the guy. They beat the shit out of him. They, him and dad beat each other up a little bit. Yeah. And he, he runs off and, uh, he, Man, it's just so fucked up. So, and then intervening stuff continues. It continues building kind of the same way. Like, it's like, oh, dude's murdering. The dude's being creepy. The dad's being crazy. Uh, He's becoming more and more detached. Um, And then the (laughs) killer... So the... I'm sorry. The... After the killer gets out of the house, he kidnaps the daughter from school. Oh, that's right, because he keeps forgetting to fucking take her home. The dad does. Yep. yep. Because and in he's this case, possessed and well, painting in, a bunch. In this case, it wasn't because he forgot. It's because Satan fucking threw a car into his car. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a meeting with definitely not Satan at all, the art gallery owner. <laughs> This guy's and the guy's totally like, Satan. That guy is so fucking Satan. It's, well, I it's mean, disgusting. he's trying to get him to stick around so that, you know, the killer can kidnap the daughter. Yeah. And you're like, ah, it's fucked up. That's <laughs> super fucked up. Not crazy about this one. <laughs> yeah. And oh, so they the daughter escapes and she leads the cops to the killer, basically. And the the guy is like referring to people like to children as uh the candy he gets from the devil <laughs> or the, that he gives to the for, devil he gives the devil yeah and it's and the sweetest like, candy uh, and everything You're like oh god damn Jesus. it dude <laughs> and it's super fucked up it's and a, then, it's a really nuanced performance too like i i don't want to gush oh, too hard guy, about the the killer in this oh, f- 
He's so good though. No, like he seems super reluctant the whole time. Like he doesn't he does want like to be doing he, it. Yeah, the voices are not letting up and he is just doing it. Yeah. And like he I also this this dude does a great job at doing that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like he's not gleefully fucking killing people. He doesn't like even when he is actively murdering someone, he looks unhappy about having yeah. to do it. He's he's like freaked out and like Yep. Oh god, it's amazing. It's really really yeah. well executed. It's real good. Mm-hmm. And and then it, so the, the cops reveal that he, he did this once when he was nine and killed a, or 12, he killed a nine year old. Yeah. And uh, that's why he was locked up in psychiatric. And then the sister got custody of him and then he killed the sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> and it's cause you know, and like, which is weird. Cause like the only, the only thing that was keeping Satan out was the metal, which was kind of funny. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that well, was a, a nice, it's a nice little play like, because, uh, yeah. it's so often like, Oh, it's the devil's music and blah, 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 right. blah. And, I mean, you, you know, we're all familiar with the, the 1980s and nineties satanic panic era stuff uh-huh. where everyone's like, there's backmasked vocals. And you're just like fucking dial it back. <laughs> Everybody <nerd."> calm down. <laughs> yeah. This is, there's a much simpler explanation for this. Yeah. It's called your retarded dial it. Um, yeah, so the cops, like, and the, the final, like, round of ineptitude from the cops <laughs> is them basically letting the killer go. Like, the killer manages to take out two cops. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Which, that is and a you're just fucked like, up scene, too, because they're about to, like, oh, God. we got we to gotta put you under witness protection. We'll, we'll track this guy down, and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll deal with it from there. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then as they're like loading up the family's stuff, he fucking murders both of them. Like both mm-hmm. of the cops that were stationed to protect this fucking family. And it's like, oh, and like he shit. murders them with a rock. Like, like yeah, like, like these runs his car into them and then like kills them with a rock. Oh, holy shit. Oh, and man. Then, so like there's a bit of a struggle. He shoots the mom and the dad, uh, the main characters. Yeah. And uh, they look like they are not in great shape. No, and then he goes no. for the daughter. He grabs the daughter, drags her or drags her into her room before lighting a like a rim of fire around her bed. Yeah. You know, real normal like, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? And there's a lot of like, you know, like, oh, it's Satan, it's hell, it's that whole bit, right? It's it's and then this is the next time the metal kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh so the mom wakes the dad up. The dad goes in through the window and the dude is like trying to chuck the daughter into the fire. The daughter manages to toss him in and he's still coming. He's yeah. not deterred by fire. No, it turns it, out. He, no, he is not. So he like flesh is like melting off him and he's still like walking toward her. She's losing her mind. And the dad comes in the window and hits him with, he kills him with the fucking flying V guitar. Oh man. And you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> like he beats this dude to death and then stabs him with the broken neck. And you're just like, this is metal as fuck. It's extremely, extremely metal. It's so good. And then the uh, they get out and then the mom's happy. The dad is still kind of going nuts. Yeah. And then you, you kind of find out why. Uh, he he kind of gets like pulled toward the another part of the yard and starts like digging and he finds all the bodies of a bunch of fucking kids fucking cool what a cool thing and to then, find in your fucking and yard then, well you know and then it, then it's kind of revealed 
Like I, I this is what kind of like it, it appeared to me to me was like it wasn't Satan talking to him. It was it was God. It was, you know, it was the good guys. Yeah. Trying to uh, trying to tell that's why him the, this was happening. Yeah. And, and that's why he was linked up. And that's why Satan was trying to actively menace it and trying to like in, physically intercede in his life. And it's done super subtly and super well. And holy fucking shit, go see this movie. Yeah, this is this is a really, really high quality picture. Like, definitely yeah. check this out. Like I said, like this is honestly like the so physically, uh, Tony Amendola is only in this only in the shot for like maybe five minutes, six minutes tops. But he does a great job of being a super menacing. Like, are you fucking, are you the devil, bud? Kind of guy. <laughs> are, are we sure? Do we know for yeah. certain? Because it is are we, not do, clear. Hmm, hmm. Are you, are you, are you fucking Satan, friend? Hey, uh, uh, and, just quick question. Quick question for you here. Uh, are you the devil? Yeah. I'm going to need you to be honest, bud. <laughs> <laughs> are you the devil? If you are, you have to tell me. It's the law. Yeah. <laughs> it's the law. Um. So the this lead actor is a guy I'd never seen anything else, but he's been in a ton of shit apparently. Yeah, uh, he's, um, he's but he's great. he is great as hell. Um, apparently, he voiced the Electro on Spider-Man the TV series. Oh hell yeah! In two thousand three. But yeah, no, he does a great job of being you know vaguely stoned fucking dad of the year there. Really super dad of the year, but in a way that works. But no, it's very well for the picture. But yeah, and like, you know, I would say like obviously like the 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 dad and the mom and the daughter actually do a great like, you know, I hate kids in movies. Oh, I'm yeah. not a fan. But this kid is not annoying. No. No, no, no. Like the daughter, the kid they 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 managed to write a not annoying child character, which is like that's rare. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> heroic right there. Yeah. They were a little so, pull off that hat trick. Yeah, I was like, "Man, good job. Fucking Way to go. But I, I, the standout for me of fucking is, is Pruitt Taylor Vince as the bad guy because he's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. God, he's really, really good. And like, like, like his I said, performance like he's, alone is just one of the best horror villains I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, it's certainly like, up there. Fucking shit the whole time. And his name's fucking Ray Smiley. Just, just like, God damn it. That's fucked up. It's anyway, super it's real up. good. Go fucking see it. It's it's from 2015. It's out on Blu-ray and shit. It's worth a watch. It's like, man, I love it. I loved it. Great yeah. movie. Fantastic. If, if you're flip. a metal fan, you'll like it. If you're a fucking, if you're a fan of horror movies, you'll like it. If you're a fan of just good ass movies, you'll probably like it. Uh, if you liked The Witch, I think you'll like this. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a that is a good point of comparison. Uh, definitely yeah. because it doesn't go explicit. And I, I find personally that horror movies are at their best when they're not just explicit, like, oh, it's this guy and he's, he's the killer and everything. But it's just kind of showing you, like, here's some fucked up shit. Like, and then just letting mm-hmm. you have a conclusion just, about that. Just letting you kind of bask in it. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, man, that is some fucked up shit. What the fuck is happening yeah. there? This is whole thing. It's like an hour and a half of fucked up shit. <laughs> it's a great flick. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Also, fucking like I, you know, I like. So here's some real talk side side recommendation. Uh, go watch, go rewatch 2005's Constantine, but pretend it's not about the comic book character. Just pretend it's about fucking Keanu Reeves being a you know a ghost hunter or you know a, an exorcist or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, it Trust seems me, like a winning strategy, if you, honestly. If you take away the framing of that, it has like the th- probably the third best Satan, and that's Peter fucking Stormare. Oh, God, what a treasure. Yeah, what a fucking treasure that human is. Anyway, go rewatch that without the framing. If and, uh, So here's the deal. If you are, like, I, 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 I'm a big fan of Hellblazer, the comic, mm-hmm. like the old Constantine comic. Uh, so when I saw that, I was like, they're going to fuck this up. And boy, howdy, did they ever. <laughs> yeah. But but if you watch it without, like, thinking of it like a Hellblazer movie, because it's fucking not, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is actually a pretty okay action flick. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next movie, uh, our boy Daedalus uh, sent us this movie, or told asked us to watch it, and I think he thought, I think he didn't like it. Because he was like, ha I'm going to make you watch this. And we're like, ha fucking joke's too, on you. Too bad, We nerd. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, suck on that. We like this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I don't know. But uh, no, so he recommended it to us. And uh, I, so spoiler-free review. I really like this, and I want Luke Besson to direct a Star Wars movie. I would uh, love it if they let Luke Besson direct a fucking Star Wars movie. Let... Luke Besson, or, direct Star Wars 2018. Yeah. 2018. Like, or just let him like let him reboot the the, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Let him handle them. Fucking any of that. Please. Please let that happen. Uh some something. Or just give him more space operas in general. So Valerian and the oh. City of A Thousand Planets. Yeah, City of a Thousand dumb, Planets. Dumb title, but Luke Besson. Real dumb title and this this movie did get just panned in the reviews oh god it got fucking hammered mm -hmm, just taken apart yep the problem i think reviewers had was they thought this was going to be a star wars kind of like space space adventure and not a luke basson movie that happens to take place in space well i mean it is a star wars kind of adventure i would sure i would give it that yeah but i think a lot of people were like I, I don't think they were expecting like the weird. Ah, uh, yeah, that is that is a little like that's Luke Besson though. Like, yeah, you come into a Luke Besson movie, you better be expecting some weird. Yeah, at you're least gonna something get it. strange. You know, I mean, you know, you've all seen like you know, just for reference, Luke Besson uh, directed. Let's see, what was it? The Fifth Element. You know, no yeah. big deal. Uh, like, fucking this is, Leon. This is absolutely a Fifth Element style movie. Oh, it feels like a Fifth Element movie, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, because um, that is honestly like I love the Fifth Element. Uh huh. What a great movie! I'm. It. I can't think of anyone in on the fucking planet that doesn't like the Fifth Element. Damn better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you don't like the Fifth Element, who are you? Apparently, he also did the fucking Messenger. What a champ! The Joan of Arc flick. Oh yeah. You know, Luke, Luke Besson's been doing shit. He did The Professional. Like, yep, Leon, The Professional. Leon, The Professional. Yes, fuck. That is a fucking weird movie, but boy, howdy, is it good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so, so this is this is a Luke Besson movie, and that includes this is, some weird things, like uh, directing mm-hmm. actors to speak in a more French way, like speak English in a more French way, or at least it seems like it. Uh, kind of, yeah. Which is... You know, that's weird. It's Cla- weird. Classic Luke Besson move. Classic Luke Besson move, though. Because, <laughs> yeah. That, he's he's a filthy Frenchman. 
He, he, well, he's very French. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't going to go <laughs> filthy with it, but he is absolutely oh, very French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like, was it? Uh, I'm honestly here's here's the real surprise. I think people like the only thing I was like upset about was there was no Gary Oldman. Or Jean Renault in this movie. Yeah, I mean, that is a downside. I'm not going to deny Which, it. <laughs> I'm put, just Put saying. those guys in every movie. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're Luke Besson. Yeah, like, you've got the clout, buddy. Like, make that happen. I, I will say, Clive Owens as the villain of this movie? Who boy. Oh, yeah, Clive Owen. Uh, so, I love Clive Owen. Like, he's, I mean, he's, he's fun actor. one of my favorite actors. Uh, if you haven't seen um, Children of Men... That is a treat. Yeah. That is a great, great film. Um, yep. And he just acts the hell out of it. Uh, yep. He is like the crazy villain in this mm-hmm. and it works good. I like it a lot. He's he's crazy as shit. And you're like, all right. Yep. Uh, I will say he was also in this terrible movie called Last Nights with Morgan Freeman. And let me tell you a story that that movie is like the a very good B movie about nights that never existed. I like it. I'm into it. It's uh, <laughs> I'm it's sold very already. dumb. It's I mean, it's Clive Owen and Morgan Freeman are like the main two dudes as knights. That's ter- that's fucking incredible. Like I'm it's so ridiculous. I'm so in favor of this movie already. I've met it more than halfway. Yep. <laughs> I just yeah, want already, to know it's more. Already like yes, I'm, like, I'm yes, curious. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Sold. What's up? <laughs> Tell me more about this <laughs> apparently incredible Oscar-winning film. I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so something of note that made me go, huh, was he got Ethan Hawke to play a fucking pimp for like three minutes and then get shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, I'm Luke Besson. Come be in my movie. Oh, cool. I'm Ethan Hawke. I'm a known actor. I have like a lot of movies to my credit. Cool. <laughs> you're going to be an idiot pimp and you're going to get shot. All right. Sounds sweet. <laughs> I love it. Sweet. You're Luke Besson. Well, I guess you know what's best. <laughs> And he does. Fuck. Um, and you're just like, fuck me. Yeah, because uh, so, so just to be clear, this has like a passable sci-fi plot. It does. Like this is not this is not like high art. This is not like no. really. Oh, man, it's so complex. This ain't the fucking expanse. Like this is no. not really cool, really high end sci-fi. This it is, is not hard sci-fi. It is a pulp sci-fi adventure. I'd call it right, like it's, it's a about, space opera or something. about at the quality of the original Star Wars trilogy, or at least the original Star Wars. Sure, sure. And that's all the, it uh, needs. Yeah, yeah, about that much like depth is given to it, mm-hmm. and which is fine. Like the lead acting too is you know, it's the the guy's like the low rent Keanu Reeves. He is low rent Keanu Reeves, like super Dane, low rent Keanu Reeves. Dane or Derry and Dehan. No, Dane DeHaan. Is there he, it is. Is he French, per chance? He's probably fucking French. Look at that name. <laughs> or Dutch. Who knows? Yeah, some some variety. No, he's from there. Pennsylvania. Never mind. Oh, Ignore me. Oh my god! <laughs> I was not expecting Pennsylvania. I mean, there are Pennsylvania Dutch, so oh, they that's are probably traitors in our society. These unbelievable hey. <laughs> traitors. <laughs> These unbelievable traitors to American freedom. Uh, <laughs> this guy's not bad, but he is definitely low rent Keanu Reeves. Oh, he's very much low rent Keanu Reeves, but it works. Which is saying something because Keanu Reeves is basically low rent Keanu Reeves all the time. Mm, kinda. I mean, he's Hollywood's I mean, good boy. He is Hollywood's good boy. But 
he'll be in a lot of movies that are extremely so questionable. Movies. Yeah. Like he was in 47 Ronin and he really like put his all into that movie and it was like, all right, bud. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, I'm real happy you were in this and you're real good, but this movie is real dumb. Here's a question. Uh, why? <laughs> what, what, what happened? He's like, look, I wanted to be a samurai. It looked rad. And you're like, I, I can't okay. fault that. <laughs> all right, buddy. I cannot fault that at all. Uh, the, I will say the, the female lead is holy Jesus. Good Lord. She's great in this movie. Mm -hmm. And also, oh, she's Enchantress from Suicide Squad. (laughs) That's Uh, where I recognize her from. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, she had more scenery to chew in this one because Suicide Squad was fucking terrible as well. We know. Yeah. But. No, so she does a great job. Um, Actually, the the primary stars of the movie, uh, Dehan Delevingne. I don't know. Clive Owen and uh, fucking Rihanna? Yeah, Rihanna out of fucking nowhere, which was wonderful. As a, a terrifying shape-shifting alien who puts on like a pretty Luc Besson-style strip show. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, all right, I'm for this completely. Luke this is Besson great. Luc Besson at it again. <laughs> Luc Besson's like, I have a sci-fi adventure romp. And then you're like, what if we had a musical section? And everyone's like, why? And he's like, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop uh, me. That's why. And it's even another fucking blue lady. Of course it's a blue lady. Because Luke Besson doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's gonna, if he's directing a sci-fi adventure movie, a blue broad is going to sing in it. Like, realistically here, Done. you hire Luke Besson to direct your picture, mm-hmm. you better be expecting the fifth element. Because right. that's what you're right. getting. <laughs> doesn't matter what your movie's about. Like, this was actually a uh, a gritty character drama set in, like, post-war West Virginia. He's like, yeah. all right, Valeria, got it. Nailed it. They're in space. <laughs> You're like, that's not space. They're in space Far now. Away from Earth. I'm Luke Besson. <laughs> I'm Luke Besson. <laughs> I've thrown your cast out the window. I've brought my own. <laughs> also, new script. Wait, what? <laughs> Rewrote How did you it. get in here? No problem. Re- don't worry, got your back. Got your sweet deal also, on this script. Fucking defense minister Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Out of fucking no you're just like, all right. Oh, Herbie man. Hancock's in this movie. I guess. What? <laughs> so good. It's so good. It is such a good, stupid fucking so spoilers from here before yeah, yeah. we start spoiling any more of it. This is a good fucking movie. Go see it. Uh legitimately just a fun sci-fi romp. It's everything that the prequel really trilogy is. failed to deliver on. And like, you know, we keep so we keep making that joke and that's because a lot of the shots in this movie look like, Hey, what if the prequel trilogy yeah, was shot by a yeah, competent like, director? Here's, here's an idea for you, Disney, <laughs> another freebie, which again, hire your boys, hire uh, your boys, get like, you're doing new prequel trilogy, like just remaking mm-hmm. it. Yep. And you're getting Luke Besson to direct the prequel trilogy because it's going to have all the same core plot shit that you need for your universe to mm-hmm. work but it's going to yep. be a Luke Besson picture now and there'll be fucking like uh, there's going to there's going to be a fucking uh, a chiss lady who sings yep there's going to be a chiss lady who sings just get used to it right now you fucking better mm-hmm. yep it's happening but i mean you also have to get Hayden Christensen but you have to put him in a big dumb alien suit yes he can't be a Jedi. No, he's not a Jedi this time. The Jedi, well, for starters, <laughs> Jean Renault is playing Obi-Wan now. 
So John Renault is Obi Wan. Yeah, just just get used to that. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, Jean Reno as Obi Wan is probably the best thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, let's just make this the Obi Wan picture it's with Jean Reno. It's the Obi Wan picture, and Jean Reno is Obi Wan now. Yeah, we got him. Boom, nailed it. We figured it out. Luke Besson directs it. We Boom, million dollar the code. idea. Billion. You're gonna dollar make a idea. bunch of money. Hire your boys. Yep. Hire your boys to pitch movies at you in dark rooms. <laughs> we will do that all day. We. We don't care. Uh, so just, just pay us. Just pay us. Uh, I will say this movie also pulls off the CG character thing without them being infuriating. Well, I, God, that's the main deal about yeah. Luke Besson when he's directing a movie is that like the plot can be kind of bizarre, yeah. but it is a visual s- just feast. And if you give him sci-fi to work with, he goes hog fucking wild with it yep like this is not comparable to western sci-fi at all especially as we as we've moved into like oh it's gotta be it's gotta have that grit or nobody will believe that it's real it's fucking science fiction right i don't mind the fact that we've got a lot of gritty sci-fi that's not a bad thing i enjoy gritty sci-fi right we both do but that luke basson can kind of come over here out of nowhere and make the fifth element again um and make it well and make it interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's a good fucking thing. Um, let me tell you a story. The first, uh, so I was on a lab chemical in my house alone one night. As you do. This is years ago. This is like, I want to say, 2012. Something like that. Um, so post where we work together and prior to other things. So I was on lab chemical, uh, it's called Enbom, and boy, howdy. Is that like a, it's like a, a low, low rent LSD analog. Oh, okay. And I was like, I'm going to be awake for a few hours and everyone else is out of town. This is bullshit. Uh, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie. And I was just like, let's watch the fifth element. Great decision. Yeah. Quality. The pick. only, the only parts they were not a good decision were the parts with the darkness. <laughs> yeah, that because, might fuck you up a bit. So I'm like in the it's the middle of winter. It's oh, dark out. Christ. I've got the lights out. I'm just like laying on the couch watching the darkness scenes and like, you know, since when you're on drugs like that, you're like, man, sometimes time doesn't work the same way it should. <laughs> and I swear to Christ, one of those lasted for like an hour. Oh, and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> and then it, oh, no. it stopped. And I was like, Whoo, whew, bless you, Luke Passan. How dare you? Um, anyway, Fifth Element. Go watch it. Anyway. Um, yeah, so this this flick is like, it stands on its own as like a fun sci-fi flick or sci-fi adventure flick. And they, they play with a lot of cool concepts, like a lot of really cool concepts, actually. Well, like the core, like, the, the thing that the entire film is named for yep. is... Oh man, like it, it's kind of, I guess you could compare it to Babylon five, but I love this yeah. execution of it. So it's like Babylon five. If Babylon five weren't full of species who were trying to murder each other at every, every third second. Yeah. Like it's this neutral ground space station that started as just like the international space station and they just kept yep. building on it and kept building on it and kept building on it. And now the over 3000 yeah. different species live there. Yep. Which is super um, fucking cool. 
it's super neat. And additionally, I the 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 way the first few minutes of the movie is shot, you're like, all right, I guess they're going to space. I thought we were already you know, you're like I thought they were already in space. This is a space movie. And then it just shows you how the st- the station's built, and like it like it's like very gruff humans in military uniforms. You're like, oh, someone's gonna get shot. Yeah, you, and then you, no you one keep gets shot. That. It's wonderful. Like, cause yeah, you're I definitely like, was looking awesome. at that. I'm like, oh yeah, somebody's gonna get fucking blowed up at some point yep. here. Nope. This is this. Yeah, this no, is everyone. This just, is the neutral city. That dude, the the human they've sent out to meet everybody, just happens to look real gruff, <laughs> and I think that was intentional. It was like a, it, was a, it was a mislead. A deliberate and, uh, mislead, and it was good. And holy fucking shit! Like I was like, this is great. This is fun. It was it was a fun. It, it set the tone for the movie, for like potential other misleads, which there are tons. Mm-hmm. Um, so the very first scene in the movie, you encounter these these aliens who are just the happiest motherfuckers. Yep, super chill planet. They just they they have a planet where they just fucking hang around half naked and surf and have infinite energy because these animals they have crap out fucking you know nuclear power cores they they've got the pearls that are full of energy and then they got this little rodent looking guy who's super cute yeah who copies anything you feed him yeah that's right and that's just what they do is they get the pearls and then they copy a bunch of pearls and they just like live in balance on their planet yep uh only for some shit to go down, some ambiguous shit. It's not clear at the time. Yeah, some some uh, some interstellar warfare causes some some people to crash into their planet, and then a drive core goes fucking nuclear and destroys almost the entire species. Yeah, and the whole fucking planet. A handful of them manage to escape, but yep. And you're like, that's very sad. Yeah, <laughs> this is that's very sad. sad. And then as one of them's getting wiped out, then it flashes to the main characters, and it's like, oh wait, what what? What just happened? Well, so, so the one, you, the first thing you see with the one that gets wiped out, she explodes. And you're like, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? There's that shockwave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's And, and it's not clear and what like, happened. And all you see is the main character snap awake and go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... They, uh, it's, it's, it's the main character and his partner who he's trying desperately to get to marry. He really him. wants to, to marry her and she's not Which having is, it. She is just not putting up with his shit and it's pretty funny. Um, and, uh, they come, they kind of wake up in this beach scene and then they step out of the beach scene, which is clearly like either a projection or something like that, like a pocket dimension kind of thing. And they step into a ship. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, the human tech level in this is pretty oh, fucking it's, cool. It's nuts. And there's there's no there's no explanation for it. It doesn't need it. Well, it doesn't hinge they on just, it. it. Like, th- right. this is the problem, I mean, because the comparison Ooh. keeps happening that the pre- prequel trilogy had, is that it wanted to explain what was happening. Right. And, it's, and Star Wars was not like, about It's not that. hard sci-fi. It's not even like no. medium sci-fi like Star Trek. It is swashbuckling space, space adventure. Yeah. You don't yep, don't explain it. it. Don't fucking explain no. it. Just let it happen. Just let that shit happen. Yeah. Let it play out. Let the audience just get wrapped up in it and just really enjoy it. Uh, yep. And Luke Besson executes on that like a motherfucker. He does. Because, like, I mean, you look at, like, 
actually look at any of his movies and he shows like he's like the expert at show not tell. He really is. He's great at it. Mm-hmm. Um, like even his exposition is we were just showing you what happened at this time. Right. There's a little bit of a voiceover, but it's it's not intrusive. It doesn't feel ham handed. It doesn't feel like they're you're trying. It does not feel like you're like, yeah, I'm going to explain the backstory now. I'm the backstory machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so they come to and they they come out of uh, whatever. I forget what the exospace, I think, is the term they use, which is like their transwarp kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're convenient so they means of, of getting from place to place. Yeah. So they come out of this and they come into nor- real space and uh, they land on this planet that is... It's got these, uh, what the hell is that thing called? The, the market. Yeah, that is a cool concept. I liked that. Uh, Valerian, I'm going to look it up real quick. because The name is good. I thought that was a very cool thing. Planets. Wikipedia Brown. So they're in this, they're in this big black market. Big market. There it is. Yeah. Dumb name. But good. Um, and you meet a character quickly that is very clearly like a Luke Basson side character. Uh, not unlike uh, fucking who the hell was the actor who played the very loud, very vaguely gay oh, announcer. Not gay. Just horribly sexual. Ruby the most Rod. Sexual. Ruby Rod. Yeah. Uh, who is He's, played by. This movie's Ruby Rod is in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. God, what an amazing so, character. Ridiculous. Uh, just the most overtly sexual kind of human mm-hmm. on, on the planet. So Lupasan is like, all right, I'm going to have a guy who is evocative of that character, and then he's just going to go away. Yep. Like, you, you're kind of waiting for him to be, like, more than just a side reference. It's like, oh, it doesn't need to be. Nope. Here it is. One and done. It's good. All we needed. Yep. He's real fun. He's like the the guy introducing people to the big market, and uh, as this is happening, um, they meet up with <laughs> like a fucking uh, a government strike force to to secure the whatever the thing they're looking for, which turns out to be a replicator, one of these little creatures. And they these dudes are like <laughs> like Luke Basson's imaginary military garb is very goofy. Oh yeah. It's the goofiest shit. And you're like, okay. They look like uh, like like super low rent, fu- far future, you know, foreign legionnaires kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You're just like, all right, bud. <laughs> That's great. Keep it up. Um, but they're okay. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're in like a fucking school bus with hover jets. Oh, and you're like, my what God. is happening? Yeah, it's so fucking <laughs> wild. And then, uh, so the, 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 main, the main dude... Um, fucking Major Dinkelstein, Major Valerian, uh, goes into the market, the front door and, uh, he's got a, or no, he goes in through the side after he gets a map of the market downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the whole time they're like, yeah, don't get caught. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he's got, uh, basically the market exists in a separate dimension on this same planet. So the planet, all you see is like a wall around this huge city or I mean, this huge nothing like a desert and that's it. And then you put these goggles on and you put these gloves on, to let you interact with the market and then you can see everything then and touch it. And to 
get it out, you have to take your items through effectively like a customs for dimensions. Yeah. Uh, Which is like, I was like, that's fucking cool. It's really cool. It's, it's a almost, cool concept. It, like it's, it, it's almost like VR. Yeah. Expect, but real. Yeah. Except real. it's, it's real. Like you're, you are interacting with a dimension you would otherwise not be able to. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an AR kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. a, a literal AR kind of thing. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> except alternate reality instead of augmented. Right, right, right. So fuck. Man, it's so good. It's such a weird fucking thing. And the whole thing, he goes through. He finds out where these dudes are. And uh, the there's plenty of little moments where these people in cloaks who you don't really recognize come up behind the main character or near the main character, and they don't kill him. And they seem very ominous. And you're like, okay, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. They're watching very hard. So to speak. Yeah. Um, and then you, you get to them, you get to this next part and there's like a, a very job of the hut style crime boss. Um, I think it was John Goodman voicing him. It sounded like it. Is that him? Like I, I was I'm looking right now, almost convinced, but I wasn't it sure. It sounds a lot like him. Yes, it was. Oh man. I nailed, I called that shit. I was like, yeah. I got Russ is his character, but yeah, he's, he's John Goodman voices a very, very job of the hut style crime Lord. And, uh, once again, CG character, not offensive somehow. Mm-hmm. Like all these characters are like, probably like, I'd say like his character is definitely CG. The other dudes are probably part costume. There, part there's CG. a pretty good chunk of practical effects in here and it's, bl- yes. it's blended well enough that it doesn't stand out. Yes. Which is shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, CG characters being well done is, like, once again, it still blows my mind when it happens, basically. Because there's so many experience. Yeah, you know, 90% of the time, it's like, oh, okay, that's obviously not in the room near you. Mm-hmm. You are pretending all the hell and back. Anyway, uh, so he gets the, he he gets to this, this meeting where the the blue aliens from the very beginning are trying to secure purchase of the replicator because it's, you know, the last thing from their fucking planet. Yeah. And uh, old fucking Sigus there, or Igor, Igor Sigurus, whatever the fuck, Igon, is uh, about to turn the deal on them very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going to keep all of it. Yeah. Valerian shows up, busts everybody. Uh, gets out and then goes on a very, very strange chase scene between dimensions, which fucking rules. It's so cool. Cause it's just like in that dimension, he, he puts yep. on those, like those boxes that let him interact. Yeah, he puts directly. on like one for his arm. So it's just a floating box with a gun sticking out of it that yep. they're trying to track down and catch. Yep. And it's fucking hilarious. So the gun gets hit by one of the dogs and mal or the box gets hit by one of the dogs and malfunctions and it lets him lets the guard see him and they yeah. do a couple like really cool like weird little tech things like one of the guards shoots him with a fucking gun that shoots heavy ass magnets yeah so they stick to the box and cause him to fall through several floors of the- well no so it, it's supposed to just slow him down but he he oh, yeah, drops he, himself he, yeah, through the he floor he breaks himself through the floor on it oh man and uh, yeah and then. Uh, so he he like he comes to in this toy store basically it looks like oh yeah a little arcade, a little arcade kind of thing, 
and uh, one of the dudes is there, and he takes one of the balls off the the arm thing, chucks it at the guy, and all the balls follow it and just hit him and launch him through the ground. Yeah, he's able to like recalibrate it, and, and uh, you're just like, this is the goofiest shit on the planet. Oh, it's so just wild and nuts through the whole thing. And like, it, like it doesn't really slow down from that point. It just kind of rides out, and you're just like, this is ridiculous and fun. And you get back, and you meet Clive Owen, and he's very clearly evil. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, that's the bad guy. We found the bad guy. Well, it's Clive Owen. Clive Owen him. is the bad guy. Um, There's a couple really cool things that happen. Like, there's... Luke Passan puts weird things in movies sometimes, and specifically the weirdest thing for me was Wyclef John's cover of Staying Alive. Oh, that was, that was, yeah, in the, like, Pleasure District. That was a weird yeah. one. But it was, I, was I mean, like, it kind of worked for it because of just the weird environment fine. they had created there. It was just, like, I was like, all right, 1995, did you do this? I, like, I'm like, did Luke Passan do this as a bet? <laughs> did he wouldn't shove, so can, like, can we, a single from 1997 in his 2018 movie? And then he absolutely did. Boy, howdy. Oh, man. Yeah, once it, once it gets to the city, because it's, it's solid, and then it gets to the city and it's pretty much just nonstop action from that point. Just like all these yeah, new environments, like all these new characters, all these crazy aliens. Just constant. It's like a nonstop like flow of it, basically. Yeah. And it's and there's, you know, all the situations they encounter are are very, very intense and weird and like there's a bunch of goofy, you know, sci fi adventure shit happens. Yeah. It's like this is great. Like, it is a fun movie, and it's unfortunate they got fucking panned as much as it did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is competent, and it is fun. And yeah, you know, it's not the greatest story or greatest acting ever. And it oh, no, doesn't need to be. Nope. It is a fun it thing is, to enjoy with your friends. fun. It's stylish. It's got good action. It is... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got crazy character design. Like, the costuming, yeah. the characters, the sets. It's got Ethan Hawke It's got Ethan fucking Hawke as a pimp. Like... And Rihanna as a shape-shifting alien hooker. Oh, man. Yeah, no, just check this fucking movie out. Like, yeah. I I know the reviews aren't good. Mm, if you just come into them. it expecting, like, a Fifth Element-style experience, you're going to yep. be happy. You'll be, you'll, it's it's exactly that. And, and just the sheer volume of, like, crazy scenes. Like, when the gal gets captured by the aliens. Yeah. And then doesn't realize she's being served as a dish. To yeah. the alien emperor, which is like, oh fuck, what is yep. what is going on? What here? is happening? Oh man, uh, that that whole scene is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, man, like all the fight scenes are pretty. Like they're not like super super high end, but when they are when they get going, they they have their own momentum and they are done well. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, the and, few space action scenes that occur are super, super cool, super fucking stylish, like. Like I said, like that's that's actually the primary thing that reminded me of the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it looked like a competent version of Coruscant. Yeah, like oh my god, that is that is an amazing comparison because it really is. Like it's a competent version of Coruscant. It is like if fucking hack George Lucas. Yeah, I said it. Had mm. not directed that scene. Fight us, George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Fight us in our homes. Like. I'll fucking fight you. I won't even yours. I'll fight you in your house. Camera headed ass. Like I will, Mm -hmm. I'll destroy you in the octagon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, like, Oh God, the, the creature design is super fucking cool. Like, yeah, no, 
Yeah, Daedalus, I know you gave this to us as a prank. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Fucking no, this prank is, reverse, this is a fun-ass friendo. movie. I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do about that? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Are you going to throw another Luke Basson movie at me? <laughs> Friend? Yeah, because we don't yeah. like that. Nope. <laughs> Terrible. Hate them. Don't do that. But no, I mean, all, all jokes aside, this is... Like, it's a fun space adventure movie, and you should go watch it. Yeah. Um, ignore everything critics say about anything, because they clearly can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Except for us. I'm actually We're really like curious now. Like, jerks. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see here. Are we Rotten tomatoes in this? Have a look here. See what it says. The critical... Man, okay, this is one that both the critics and the audiences were wrong about. It's yep, a forty nine percent fresh, and the audience said fifty four percent. Y'all fucking wrong. Y'all wrong. The IMDb rating is like six point eight, though. No, IMDb clearly knows a bit better what's up. A little up. bit more. Just saying. In fact, I, um, I'll go so far as to say there's nothing that disproves that this film is set in the same universe as The Fifth Element. So, just putting that out there. Yep. Yep. Man, some of the critics who say things about this are uh, incorrect and wrong. Just extremely. Mm, you come away admiring the effort while lamenting the execution. The execution is the best part of this movie, you idiot. <laughs> um, Adam Graham, Detroit News, I'll fight you. <laughs> Allison Wilmore knows what's up. You don't mm-hmm. watch the fifth oh, element yeah, for does. its storytelling. You watch it for its joyous, ridiculous sense of place and style. And that's doubly true for Valerian. It's yeah. Suck on that. Yeah. Fucking I guess I guess BuzzFeed News knows a bit more about movies than the Detroit News. Suck it, Adam. Yeah. Idiot. Anyway. This is this is <laughs> fabulous. It's a great movie. It's not yeah. high cinema. It's not like no. genius no. storytelling. It is just fun as hell. It's a fifth element style fucking goofy ass movie. Go see it. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. There you go. Anyway. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, thanks for joining um, us yet again. Look out! Look out Wednesday for some. Uh, I think this Wednesday is UFO people, Woo-hoo-hoo. which is the people who sent me the fucking five pages of goddamn shit to read. Uh, I'm I'm razzing them, but I'm honestly very excited. That'll be a lot of fun recording that this weekend. Um. Anyway, look out for that on Wednesday. Look out for. Uh, if you're backer, patreon.com slash the damn woods, our backer podcast, backer, backer podcast, occur on the weekends where we yell about politics and the news and everything else that happens to cross our timelines. Um, what is the other one? Doop, doop, boop, doop, boo. Oh, yeah, teespring.com slash storage slash the damn woods for shirts. Um, we actually have a few shirt designs coming out this week. No big deal. Look out. And then if those do well, a couple more we have in back in the back in line. Um, put our logo on your bodies. Yeah, put our logo on your body, and especially in these new ways with, that are, are dumb and might get us sued. But that's okay, because I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, that would be sue some. Me, that would be some quality promotion, honestly. Yeah, sue me, bitch. I'll tell everyone about it. I'll tell the whole fucking world. <laughs> Can't stop it. 
Can't stop it. I'll be on CNN being like, yeah, I violated their IP. I don't give a shit. Fight me. <laughs> uh, uh, it's probably protected under parody. I'm not worried. Yeah, I think we're but fine. Let's be real. If either of those companies goes after us, I'm fucking, I'm riding that wave to the fucking top. All the Sun. way. Sun. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. Goodbye. I love you. I'ma keep on stopping till it's near. Pop, fizz, rock. I can't be caught slipping, so the fizz, hot, red drop.